Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review NXT, but also Raw, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick, Michael Hamlet, enjoying a well-earned week off to look ahead to NXT and all the fallout, Sidge, from TakeOver 36, which was a surprisingly good show, I thought. Yeah, it was really good. Like, this is a new world post or amid pandemic. Like, we're on a Zoom call. You can work from home if you like. As long as you've got a laptop... You can pretty much work anywhere. Like, can you not just call Hamlet? <laughs> I've, I've literally got no idea how to make this content interesting. NXT is a cold show, number one. NXT is a show that is in a constant change of flux. NXT has been taped already. I haven't read the spoilers. Me neither. But... Oh, man. That's a thing people will say, right? Takeover's great. And, you know, they wouldn't be wrong. Mm -hmm. The total match of the air candidate on that show. Listen to me be effusive in my praise of it on the air takeover review, which should be in your feeds right now, after this, or at least after the mid-roll ad. It's always the same. I maintain, I contend that booking a takeover all along was the easiest thing in the goddamn world to do. Easy. Anyone could have done it with half a brain. You simply import great stars. You don't really have to train any style, but, you know, look at your hands for five minutes, you've got it. (laughs) Book them in a match. Have great match. Get fans sending fruit baskets to Triple H. Marks. The end. Then you get to the telly. Uh, a bit boring. Oh, he shouldn't have lost. Nah, it doesn't matter. He'll, get, he'll just fail upwards. Oh, got another great wrestler. Put them in a match. T- in rinse repeat. <laughs> and we're at the telly stage now. The takeover stage, yes. 
glowing praise. Listen to that podcast. We're at the telly stage now, and God damn it, this telly is more boring than ever. I will say this in NXT defense for tonight. Like you say, I've avoided the spoilers, so it may not necessarily apply. But I am genuinely intrigued about tonight's show for the first time in, in quite a while in terms of there are several things that I'm like, I want to know what happens with that. And yes, you know, elements of it are like, well, that's just because it's your favorite wrestler. I do want to see what Cameron Grimes's million dollar celebration looks like. Or, um, you know, I'm, I'm and it's not the name is misnomer, but. I genuinely want to see what happens when Odyssey Jones and Carmelo Hayes talk about clashing stars come together and, and, and what happens there. And Index, they got engaged last week. I haven't even written down my notes. But that the fallout from that and the, the progression towards a wrestling wedding, which is always a bit of a popper, uh, I'm intrigued. So I'll give them that credit, but I do have to admit that it's... It's an afterthought, uh, NXT right now, uh, which is a real shame because, you know, there was times when we were sat there on a Thursday morning going back and forth as to genuinely which was the better show. Only a few examples of that. But, you know, you look at the difference and, you know, people are predicting. I don't know. I'd love to know your thoughts very quickly. People are saying they might do like one and a half million viewers for Dynamite, for example, this week off the back of that insane CM Punk Rampage number, up oh, the 2.0 and CM Punk Rampage number. It's just, it's night and day right now, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's astonishing. I'm working on a project, as some people know, which might be nearer the end than the beginning. Ooh. And at the point of the project I'm working on, I'm having a look at the first battles of the Wednesday Night War. It's surreal. It is surreal looking back at these competitive ratings at some of the stars that used to be on NXT on a temporary spiteful basis, but still Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley. Like Undisputed Era versus FTR <laughs> on NXT. Like mad. Uh, and we are so far from that. Um, let's get into the show. Well, let's talk uh, fallout from, from TakeOver, in particularly the fact we've got a new NXT champion. The former NXT champion now is the Sultan uh, on main roster. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what's next for Samoa Joe? Because I heard a few people, I think Andy Murray even suggested this, that we could be getting, whisper it, and I know it's completely backwards because he's literally just lost, lost the title match at the last pay-per-view. Could you see... Walter arriving NXT. I mean, Samoa Joe versus Walter. Oh, he's still my beating heart. I can't see it, but I want to see it. Mm. The thing with Walter, and, you know, the spoilers might completely ruin this, but my understanding was that the reason why he's only done temporary shots in America, even before the pandemic made traveling far more difficult than it ordinarily would be. The reason why I used to do this pre-pandemic, he, he did like a shot with Kushida, a little mini program with Kushida. Then he did When Worlds Collide, disappeared to take over New York and then didn't do much beyond that. It's like he just doesn't want to live full-time in America, nor does he fancy going on Raw Smackdown. Like this sacred... I don't know why I started. <laughs> sacred ring gimmick 
Like it's not, it's a shoot. Like he doesn't want to be on Raw SmackDown. Um, and the more he's in NXT mainland, the closer you might get to that. So my understanding is he's just happily settled in Europe and doesn't want to venture out. And it's senseless, at least if they still give a toss about NXT UK, to have him lose to Samoa Joe, which would be the case if he were not a permanent presence there. But let's dream because it would be a dream match. Like Samoa Joe is not the performer that he used to be, but he's still got that aura. And what he can't do in terms of like the proper explosive dynamism of old, he'll still know, and he still does in fact know, every trick to engineer drama. Like if he gets battered by Volta, all he needs to do, and he's incredible at it, is like one or two fire-up spots. Just sell, 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 take a pummeling. Nothing too cardio-intensive, but, you know, just loads of chops. Loads and loads and loads and loads of chops. And then he can do the kabashi chops in response. It would be awesome. I'd love to see that match. It's one of the very few pairings across the entire NXT organization. And, you know, this, this is the story of WWE. It's abundant in talent. Just so much, so many of those talents have been normalized to the point where you forget how great they were. But in terms of how well they've been booked, and both guys have been booked pretty damn well, or at least if, not effectively, that strongly, we'll say strongly. I would love that. I don't know if that's a direction. Say it isn't the direction, right? It poses an interesting problem for NXT because even if I don't, I don't like the authority figure stuff, but they'd done a little bit of work ahead of this, this being Samoa Joe becomes NXT champion. Mm-hmm. And that was when Samoa Joe was first drafted back as assistant to the general manager, William Regal. He had two or three, if you like, featured storylines or developments. The Carrying Cross was the main one. In the background, Adam Cole was not a fan of his. They were clearly gearing up to do Joe versus Cole after Joe won the title from Cross. And he, had, he did some skits, if you like, with Gargano that I didn't really think were going anywhere. But Cole's left NXT. We don't quite know where he's going, but he's not going back to the CWC. Puts the skits on that. So realistically, they've got a brand new out-of-nowhere development that one would presume is going to happen tonight. And I've got no idea who it is, Wilborn. You're higher on it. It will make for better, more optimistic content. So I'd actually like to know from you who you think it's going to be, if not Walter. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Walter would be my pick just as yours. Like you say, it's a mouthwatering prospect. And then as you were talking, then I was like I genuinely racking my brains as to who they could set up. I feel like, you know, Gargano's sort of involved in this index thing and it'd be a tough sell. It wouldn't be impossible, but it would be a tough sell to get him back into the title picture. And then I'm looking around thinking, well, who else have we got that we can, you know, instantly drop into a title feud? Like like you say, Adam Cole was the obvious one. That's not happening. Kylo Riley is coming off the back of this sensational victory. But, I mean, unless you very quickly turn Samoa Joe, it's a, a nine impossible task to have O'Reilly versus Joe. But maybe they do that, or maybe they do someone like a Putin. But then again, you could sell... Every time... You've done you've done more more chance of selling him versus the new NXT UK champion in Dragonoff because obviously you beat him a couple of weeks ago. I mean, yes, that was it was just sort of all a bit sudden, but I, 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 it, it, that's arguably part of the intrigue. 
Yeah, but also part of the problem, the comp book. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Again, AEW was so handy. If you look at Miro and you think, who's next for Miro? If he hadn't dropped Eddie Kingston's name on Dynamite last week, you'd think, Christ, they've got loads of different over talented baby faces. They've booked effectively enough where you could put them in that slot against Miro and All Out. Sammy Guevara has been winning loads on TV. Orange Cassidy is always popular. He's beaten the blade. One presumes he beats Matt Hardy. He's a winner on television. He's really popular. Darby Allen, before Punk came in, was winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. Eddie Kingston, totally over. Jungle Boy, I know he's doing tag stuff with Lucha mm-hmm. Saurus as part of Jurassic Express, but he was, there's, there's loads. You sit, the way that NXT books in these weird patterns where they just job people to get past one week of TV and to find themselves in the circular pattern without like an enclosed circle from which there's no direct route in the line of continuity and episodic work. It's because the comp book, I don't know who steps up with Samoa Joe as a heel now because Pete Dunne gets beat half the time. Johnny Gargano is a dork. They're two of your best remaining wrestlers on the roster. So, so who who can do it? LA Knight? Like LA Knight's just lost? Just, he's just lost a gimmick belt in a comedy program, you know? Like, um, I get it, yeah. This company can't book. There's another reason why I'm freaking pissed off that Hamflick can't do the honourable thing and spend 25 minutes of his holiday doing this podcast. Uh, on the women's side of things, it is a lot more straightforward. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Dakota Kai. We're assuming Dakota Kai will transition onto the main roster um, and hopefully things go better there for her in the non-main event because she's such a great talent. Uh, but after that victory over uh, Kai, of course, Kaylee Ray, former NXT UK Women's Champion, came out. This should, should, caveat, be really easy and really quite enjoyable between these two. Well, Bon, jog my memory, refresh it. What happened the last time an NXT UK wrestler appeared on NXT to build a title match? What happened? They lost. Ilya Dragunov lost to Pete Dunne. So hopes aren't high. Precedent informs my opinion. The precedent for how they treat NXT UK talents on that main NXT roster isn't good. I'm allowed to think that. The lesson learned from TakeOver is that no one recognizes Kaylee Ray. No one watches NXT UK. We didn't need to watch TakeOver to learn that bloody lesson. Christ almighty. But still, Kaylee Ray is really talented. Really, really talented. She's got this fiercely committed streak about how she goes about her work. Good promo. Tell people these things. Show people these things. Don't jump them out. Yeah, this this is what I was going to say. Um, I'm a bit biased, obviously, towards Katie Ray, former WCPW wrestler. But look at her time in NXT UK, like you say, and because she was involved in War Games, wasn't she, as well, if I'm sorry. Uh, War Games! Uh, previously, if I remember rightly, with the Io Shirai bin spot. Bin spot. Um, was it not 2019 that she was in it? Quite possibly. 
Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, you're right in thinking that because that was the one that it was the one Hamlet was at, I believe. Um, with all the mad stuff that went down there, there was certainly a crowd for that one. Um, so, but what I do if if I'm trying to present Kaylee Ray, yes, she obviously eventually lost the NXT UK Women's Championship to Mako Satamora, I do believe. But and I know one of them is playing Boudoir on the main roster now. But say <laughs> when I was a champion, because the thing is, you look at her and you go, well, of course, Rachel Gonzalez is going to batter her. Look at the size difference. But that was the whole thing of Kaylee Ray. Is she'd go up against people like the Piper Niven, for example, in NXT UK. And you'd go, well, look at that. She's going to get battered by them. But she'd always find a way. So you've just got to, like you say, introduce that. Or for some people, remind your audience She's a sneaky little bastard when she wants. Christ. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. Lovely phrasing. Yeah, it was. I've just checked. It was the 2019 War Games. And then now that I think upon it, she was class for all the reasons I've just outlined. Total lunatic in there. I bury NXT frequently for just forcing its video editors to create excitement from its pretty drab, boilerplate, copy dialogue. Do uh, show people how great she was in War Games. Hmm. Show highlights of her NXT Women's title run. Show people after a promo that she's really good, <laughs> and don't job her out to Pete Dunn. And you know, jobs are good. Very quick word before we move jobs on. Jobs are good done. <laughs> Very quick words. Would you have? I mean, he popped up the last couple of weeks. Obviously, that was a build towards TakeOver. But would you have the new NXT UK champion, Dragonov on this show? And, and maybe, if he's not being used in the Samoa Joe thing, potentially set something up with Pluto? Well, I didn't know. Because, I mean, I'd watch that the hell out of that match again. I wouldn't be a snarky numb knobhead about it. It's class. Overshadowed by the finish. If you're a fighting champion and Dragonov was the... Dictionary definition of one at War Games after an awesome performance, he should turn around and say, I'm a fighting champion. I hate the way that match finished. Hates us. I, I hate it. It rankles with me. Mm, yeah. Pete Dunn, I've got a score to settle. I don't like that black mark on my copybook. Something, something, something. Have a match. It's again, though, like the, the wider machinations in WWE right now are such that I can't turn around and say, oh yeah, Dragonoff will probably go back and leave the NXT UK brand. Because the second that Nick Gone finds out it's losing money, which it is, he'll just bin it. Whose idea was that? Triple don't have to finish the name. <laughs> it's gone. It is G-O-O-N-E-E-Gone. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird. Like, they might as well start just taking the best talents from NXT UK and absorbing them into NXT proper. But then a lot of the best talents in NXT UK, namely Tyler Bate, don't fit the remit of what they're after anymore. So I just don't know what to think, man. It's impossible. There are huge strategic transformative changes coursing through WWE right now. And someone like Dragunov is just sort of in the, in the firing line of all of that. Well, it's let's see more of them. He's mint, so put him on NXT for this NXT proper for the sake of fantasy booking. 
One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's look ahead to some of the stuff they have advertised for tonight's NXT then. And uh, I mentioned that NXT breakout tournament final. It is Odyssey Jones versus Carmelo. He's probably not the final we actually predicted, um, but I love these two. I think they've been so impressive in both uh, both sides of the bracket. Who's your money on? I can't call this one. Oh, can't call it either. Um, because in its own functional, not exactly life-affirming way, They've told two prospective decent outcomes here. Either Odyssey Jones becomes the new sort of face of NXT, of the new NXT. Big, massive bloke with a real sense of animation and personality about him becomes the poster boy Mm. of NXT, the new NXT. Or... You have, honestly, uh, Carmelo Hayes becoming the giant killer whose spirit and technique is simply so good that he can defeat massive blokes with said skill and spirit. And that becomes the big prevailing narrative following the breakout tournament. This guy's not only great, look at the guys and the size of the guys he's beaten to get there. Two good stories. Um, who do I want to see going forward more? Probably Carmelo Hayes. Mm-hmm. I think that Odyssey Jones needs way more reps. I don't know how he's going to get them. In the state of Florida right now, that log loop looks like it's not happening for a few months at least. And, you know, what does performing or training frequently at the performance centre do for you. I don't know. Carmelo Hayes feels like the best option, I would say, at this point. Yeah, I completely agree. I think you could tell a great story with either of these. Um, and with the, the state of affairs as they are with the, the other titles, I, 
you know, I'm not suggesting that whoever wins this immediately goes into some sort of title picture, but you could argue that like that's to be a hell of a springboard and a showcase in the fact that this is a breakout tournament. But uh, but we shall see. I'll pick Odyssey Jones then just to keep things interesting on our review tomorrow. But we also got a really exciting six man. Uh, it's been a long time coming, but we're finally getting hit row. Versus Legado del Fantasma, Swerve Top Dollar, Ashanti the Adonis versus Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. Um, this should be without a doubt match of the night, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should be match of the night. I really hope that it doesn't. I don't want to hear Vic Joseph. <laughs> probably end that sentence there. But considering the amount of tagging, because there are two more people than there normally would be in a normal tag team match. I don't want to hear Vic Joseph. Tag! Tag! Every 20 seconds. Not only do I not want to hear that, but I feel like (laughs) the way in which this has been built means I don't want to see a traditional six-man tag team match. Like, these guys have spent the entire storyline disrespecting one another's culture, having, like, fierce plunder brawls in the backs in the parking lot. I want to see some kind of tornado plunder. I don't think we'll get it. It hasn't been announced, I don't believe. Is it no DQ? <sighs> Why book a match like this after they've burnt their lucha masks? Or they've had massive fights with weapons in parking lots? Why do They can't book, man. They can't book. And you know what? I'm going to put it on the line. Because they can't book, I'm almost going to guarantee, having not read the spoilers, that will job Hit Row out. Not only did they... Did Hit Row lose very quickly after becoming... There was healed. some dodgy booking, I remember, yes. I'm fairly certain the same thing is going to happen when, now that the baby faces, they will lose because NXT can't book. My concern here would be... Like you say, I feel like they're trying to set up another title match. Obviously, Swerve, uh, NXT North American champion. And Swerve Escobar on telly for that title is, uh, given time, I haven't got exactly anything else that desperately needs to be on TV in the coming weeks. Yeah, be sensational, because we know these two. You don't do any bollocks with them. I know they did stuff with the Cruiserweight thing, and it was just... Which is screw finish, screw finish, screw finish. All right, okay, do it properly now. Escobar wins. My concern would be is if they try and do some sort of thing where, I don't know, Escobar pins Ashanti the Adonis and goes, well, there you go then. So that's effectively a W over the NXT North American champion. If you're going to use a loss for Hit Row to set up a title match, do something whereby... Escobar pin swerve because that's a good story to tell of like Escobar saying effectively it's just me and you even when it came down to it in this six man between between you know your boys and my boys when it's just me and you you're not as good as I am I do think that's an effective story to tell but like you say it does sort of undercut the rocket that they've strapped to hit row yeah I'm never unless the occasion really calls for it. And maybe it does here. I'm not in favour of beating the champions. But maybe if Legado do have to win, do it against not Swerve, basically. Top dollar or Adonis. 
that's the way you build a title match without by using stable mates hmm. without pin. That's why they exist to protect champions, take the fall, make the champions feel like champions, but give the opposing guy in this case Escobar a win that feels like a loss for Swerve because he's in hit row. That's for me how you balance this mm-hmm. sort of uh, mode of storytelling. So do that. And I suppose the way you also possibly do that is uh, maybe something happens to put, I don't want to book her into something like this, but something happens to Paul B-Fab and that distracts Swerve or maybe... Do anything with B-Fab? Hmm? Don't do anything bad to B-Fab. I'm just meaning in terms of giving them a sort of out to say, hang on, Top Dollar and Swerve were checking on B-Fab because she got hit with something or, you know... Maybe some kind of like, I would never advocate man on woman violence no 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 even like in the context of wrestling with intergender but wrestling's got a little way of going away with it and that is when like b-fab can threaten to interfere um and one of hit row can fail to realize that she's on the apron exactly duck, duck some kind of Top get away with it wrestling yeah, yeah so there uh, like knocks her into like, a knocks her yeah the Cody Brady special. Cody loves that one. <laughs> he absolutely loves it. He knows what he's doing. Top boy. Um, something like that. Get away with it. Get away with it. Steal one. Steal a bit of uh, steal a bit of misogyny. Yes, exactly. Um, if you're still wanting a bit more just outright violence off the back of Walter Dragonov, I feel like NXT may well provide it this week because we are finally getting, despite the fact I am 99% certain it was advertised last week. I promise you, mate. I've not just made this up. I read it, and then they just went, oh, bollocks, just put it on next week. We are finally getting Ridge Bloody Holland versus Timothy Bloody Thatcher. And, uh, well, Ridge Holland beat Trey Baxter, I believe, on the kickoff show to take over and said, I'm going to hurt you. And these two aren't going to hold back. And I sense that even you look forward to something like this. I am looking forward to it, but I was also looking forward to it two weeks ago. So, Will Bond, do me a favour, love. Um... You know how sometimes I'll swear on the podcast and you go, oh, Christ, I'm going to have to edit this. Could you just edit in last week's preview or something? <laughs> yeah. Because I was genuinely buzzed on the prospect of that match. Go back and listen to it. In fact, please do, because it would negate me having to do it again. But I like the idea of Thatcher being a great professional wrestler, working against a very, very inexperienced wrestler in Rich Holland and doing a job with and potentially for him. Thatcher can do faces that aren't melodramatic. Thatcher can pummel Ridge Bloody Holland in the chest with forearm after forearm after forearm, get him in his face. And Ridge Holland, given that he's this big brute, can just eat them in in defiance, just no-sell them. Thatcher can then do a face that seems to convey, I can't quite believe you're doing this. Right, I'm just going to have to hit you harder instead. They can do, like Thatcher being in this, he's the perfect opponent for someone like Rich Holland because he knows how to work someone like that. I would like to see, I don't know, like Thatcher, screw it. Young talent should always be protected. and It's hard to book a monster character, particularly when they're so green. We saw something similar with Lars Sullivan that came into the problem time and time again. He had an elite crew of belt-to-bell workers, but they wanted to push Lars because look at him. And it never worked. And they were always a little bit... They didn't know whether to sh- I'll get off the pot with Sullivan. 
in terms of, do we push him? But he's not good enough to be pushed. Yeah, but look at him. I expect something like this to happen going forward with Rich Holland. And if it starts with a win tonight, set the countdown to extinction. I would, yeah, I was just thinking there, like if you really want to go for it with Rupert Holland, having beat Thatcher this week, I'll get to how in a second, and have, you know, the the, the Thatcher Champa team go up against Ridgebully Holland and Dunn and, and Morkin and what have you. And maybe even you have Holland be the guy to beat Thatcher in the fight pit. If you want to bring that back, for example, like if you really, really want to go for that. And, and the way I'd get it, or the way I'd get there potentially starting tonight, although I don't want to book too many screwy finishes, but it's WWE. It's not like they ever hold back is I thought it was telling, and I haven't seen any of this, but I thought it was telling on the little graphic that they put out for this. It was Ridgebully Holland, Timothy Thatcher, and Tommaso Ciampa in the background, because obviously Thatcher and Ciampa are together. It's like, well, we know Holland's associated with Dunn and Lorcan. As I said, Dunn maybe could do something with, with Joe or, or Dragunov or whatever, but only Lorcan could well come in, take Ciampa out of the picture. That distracts Thatcher, turns around into something huge from... Ridgebully Holland, he gets the victory here and you can continue it forward by having Thatcher say like, well, yeah, but I had you beat until I got distracted by all this bollocks sort of thing. And potentially, yeah, what, what do you reckon to the fight pit idea? I love it. I love it. The second fight pit, Whisper It, wasn't actually that good. They overthought it. It's like a scaffold match for half of it. And then they just <laughs> sort of climbed down the cage. Like what a ridiculous, quintessentially NXT idea that was. If they can bottle the magic of the first one, it surely they can. It was great. Mm. Um, yes, do so. They obviously have huge belief in Holland. He was going to do war games, it looked like, before he suffered that horrendous injury. By all accounts, he got his absolute head down and just didn't let it affect him. Rehabbed the hell out of it and has come back very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so they see a lot in Holland. Apparently, he's putting the work in to justify how high they are on him. Uh, I mean, that impressed with him in terms of his belt to belt, but that's why you work a guy like Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be essential to Holland going forward, working an incredible talent like Thatcher. And like you say, maybe even beating him tonight. Right. I've saved the best till last. Let's go. Like... Nearly there. Nearly there. All right. Save the best till last because we've got to talk about the new million dollar champion and that is he carried grass baby to debut he obviously beat la knights at takeover won the million dollar championship with a little bit of help from ted dbrc and they are celebrating tonight and the skits that they've done with these guys in, in previous times have been great so i i feel like it's almost difficult to call what they're going to do aside from money stuff It'd be the funniest thing ever, given that rumours swirled around AEW. If you remember back in 2019, before the actual TV deal was announced, that talks had broken down and that and, uh, AEW had to like pay to air Dynamite. Didn't happen. They got a split ad revenue fee and then it became such a success that they got the full rights fee within four months. It'd be so funny after all of that, through all the discourse I had to endure on that friggin' bird app. <laughs> if the 300 fans that attend NXT by invitation for free on a shuttle bus technically get paid to come if DiBiase and Cameron Grimes like throw money over the air <laughs> guardrail and the that pods. Is already That is already a draft tweet I can tell for you. 
Ah, Christ. Well, that wouldn't do it because no one watches NXT, so we'll get the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can get away with tweeting about NXT if you want any engagement or likes or to build your profile on Twitter, which I have to do for work, guys. I would not be on that uh, website if it wasn't for the fact that I want to, you know, advertise these pods and all the rest of it and interact with the better people on Twitter as well. That's always nice. Look, this segment... They're going to have to, at some point, retire the Million Dollar Championship. Yeah. Because yeah. have DiBiase just around as a guy. Cameron Grimes is mate. They can't keep going, oh, well, someone's going to heal once that Million Dollar title. And Ted DiBiase has to, you know, mentor Grimes through his next series of opponents. Like, this can't be a thing. Like, it just can't. It's a nice little storyline. Really long-term. Mostly incredibly fun tuts. Tonight is the night Cameron Grimes can basically establish himself as a babyface by saying, look, Ted DiBiase, you've made me see the error of my irrepressible dickhead ways. Thank you for mentoring me. Thank you for showing belief in me, whatever. Here's your title back. I want to call for something that, you know, actually counts. <laughs> but like a nice way of saying it, like yeah. the NXT, yeah. the NXT North American title. And... Ted DiBiase can say, young man, my work here is done, or something. Like, if they go, it would be a bit sad after all this time, the million dollar title just is just gradually fades from view as mm. this thing. So I would just accept that it's probably going to go away at some point and give it a nice little send-off. I, th- I think you're at the peak right now. I completely agree. That's the way that they should do it. Two things alongside that, that I would mention. Number one, do not, this was a really, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but this was a really good storyline from beginning to end with a lovely bow on it at TakeOver. I do not need LA Knight jumping Ted DiBiase whilst Cameron Grimes is busy doing preparations for this bollocks or whatever. Somebody can run it back. Nope, we're done. There's the line. We've drawn a line underneath it. Number two, Teddy Biossi buys him a big gold hat. There you go. Jobs are good in. Retire the belt. Thanks for coming, everyone. It's that simple. It really is that simple sometimes. You're right, Sige. Let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Earlier on today, we did a very enjoyable, not because of the show, Raw review. And if you subscribe, then our NXT review when it comes out tomorrow will drop right into your feed as soon as it is released. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.